Welcome to the Education Overhaul Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Timothy, and we'll be talking about many aspects of education and what we can do to improve it. One of the teacher struggles I talked about last week was time. There's never enough time in the day, and it definitely seems to be a teacher's rite of passage to work extra long days and at least one day on the weekends. Unless you manage to get your hands on Hermione's time turner, we can't make extra time magically appear in our day. Our only option is to rearrange the time that already exists. You might be thinking, my day's already crammed full. It doesn't matter if I rearrange the tasks. They're all still there. But I would be willing to bet that a little prioritizing and rearranging will have a bigger impact than you think. I picture a schedule that needs reorganizing a bit like a hard drive that needs to be defragmented. If you've never seen what that looks like, take a look at the graphic in my blog post for this week. It looks like a multicolored striped pattern with very few larger chunks of color. After you defragment the drive, many of the narrower stripes have been combined with like colors, and you wind up with more larger chunks of color. This is the process that you need to apply to your schedule. Start with your daily schedule first. Take a time when you are most focused and look at your day ahead. For me, this is often the evening before, but if you're an early bird, this can be a great task to complete over coffee first thing in the morning. First, list everything you think you need to do or should do during this day. Second, identify anything that doesn't need to be done by you. Can your spouse stop at the bank or can your teenager return library books? Send a text or write a sticky note with your honeydews. Make sure to be fair in your task distribution. Your loved ones also have responsibilities of their own. Include work tasks. Do you have to stand in line at the copier, or can you submit items to a central copy center? Third, identify the must-dos. If you have 11.30 a.m. lunch duty every day, then that task can't be moved. Plug in your scheduled class periods, but don't block off that time completely just yet. Fourth, Make sure all of your must-dos are on the schedule, either yours or someone else's. Grades are due by 3 p.m., IEP meeting at 8.30, those are must-dos. Make copies that you need for class in two weeks, that's a should-do. Fifth, make sure your individual needs are taken care of. I personally don't mind working while I eat lunch, but as an introvert, I need to have quiet periods during my day. A social lunch hour might be just perfect for recharging someone else's batteries, but that'll be a drain on mine. My preference for solitude, though, could be isolating for someone else. Don't forget to plan your meals. If you have a busy evening, think about how everyone is going to eat, whether it's a drive through Lunchables, or an afternoon snack with a late crockpot dinner later at home. Do you need to add money to your kids' lunch accounts? Can you save time packing your own lunch and order a salad from the deli or eat something in the cafeteria? Make the choices that will help your day go smoothly. For me, this meant keeping a desk drawer full of SpaghettiOs, protein bars, and dried fruit for the days when packing lunch was more trouble than it was worth. Sixth, plug in your should-dos according to priority. Maybe you have 100 papers to grade. They don't all have to be done today, but by the end of the week would be great. 25 per day, I'll get it done. It takes about five minutes to grade each paper. Where can you fit these in? Start with the independent work time your students may have in class. 
quiz or test taking, independent reading time, partner activities, etc. If you have 10 minutes of independent work time per class period, you could grade 10 or 12 papers during this time. Plan to finish the rest during your planning period, as soon as students leave or first thing in the morning. If you're not able to grade this quickly, think about strategies that could speed up the process for you. We'll be talking about some of these ideas in an upcoming episode. Think about pockets of time that you have during the day when you might be spending time scrolling on social media or rereading flyers on the bulletin board while you stand in line. I have shorter tasks that I try to tackle during my kids' swim lessons or waiting in the pickup line at school, like responding to emails, planning meals, reading, and filling my grocery cart. All of these can be done on my phone and leave me feeling a lot more accomplished than 10 or 15 minutes on Facebook. If you like to spend time on social media, then schedule that into your day so you don't feel like you're missing out, but you're also making the most of those little pockets of time. Seventh, if you have should-dos left over, decide when else you'll be able to do them. Tomorrow? This weekend? This is another great time to ask if these tasks really are necessary, and if there's anyone else who could accomplish the task while you're busy doing something that only you can do may seem a little silly to plan out your day in such minute detail, and some of you may not need to do this for very long as you adjust to using your time more efficiently. For teachers who are overwhelmed and easily distracted, including those of us with ADHD tendencies, these lists are a great way to stay focused and to keep our to-do list prioritized. Crossing items off a list also gives you a great sense of accomplishment. It's easy to get to the end of a busy day or a busy week and feel like you didn't accomplish anything simply because there's always more to do. A completed list helps to keep these things in perspective. It's tempting to want to devote more time to work when the to-do list gets long, but this can be counterproductive. Not many of us can focus and work productively on a task for an extended period of time without a recharge. For example, while I'm writing this, I have the TV on in the background. Every time I pause to think, George Lopez says something witty and my attention is drawn away from writing. These are short moments, but they add up, probably extending my writing time by at least 50%. As a result, my work time is longer, and I also didn't get much enjoyment or relaxation from a TV show I like to watch. I hit record and turned off the TV. I also didn't sleep very well, and I'm feeling rather tired, which is affecting my focus. Pretty soon, I'll get up to refresh my coffee and do a more physical task to wake myself up, rather than trying to force myself to stay focused, which will ultimately be a futile effort. If you have a tendency to be a bit droopy during your afternoon planning period, take a 10-minute walk around the building to get your blood pumping. Maybe this means you'll need to stay 10 minutes late to finish something up, but it will be worth it because... That means every minute of your work time was as productive as possible. I know if I'm tired and I try to push through the tiredness without doing something to refresh myself, I end up being a lot less productive and spending a lot more time and energy simply trying to focus. And trust me, it's a lot better than dragging a stack of papers home and back every night, grading one or two, and finally parking yourself at the kitchen table to grade all day on Sunday while your family's having fun without you. I'd like to encourage you to leave your work at work and to only work during your contractual hours. 
For those of us who are currently working way more than that, however, it's going to take time to adjust. For now, minimize what you're bringing home and make sure to schedule that time too. If you plan on grading this weekend, schedule a specific block of time. Sunday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. might be for grading, and then you're done. Don't let it drag on and ruin your day. Also, try to work uninterrupted so you get as much done as possible and can ride that feeling of accomplishment. Click the link in the show notes to connect with me on Facebook. I'd like to hear your ideas about using time most wisely and efficiently in order to meet your goals. You can also visit our website if you're interested in being a guest on our show. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode of the Education Overhaul Podcast. Thank you.